Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Lenora went around to bandmates and friends and gathered up the 350 and bought it. That's what women do, baby. That's what women do. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns. I'll just give you a name. You're Tammy Burns. Yeah, I'm busy yeah. now. See, Sorry. I knew that. Yeah, we found the article that we're going to be talking about today. So mm. let's just jump right into it. I'll ask you a question. I now own nine guitars because I have a brand new guitar. I put one together, bought stock parts, put it together, and it's now playable. So I now own nine guitars. Nine. So of the nine, well, one of them's a bass. Of the nine guitars Mm -hmm. in this household, and I'm hustling because I've got a lot of information to give in the show. Of the nine guitars, what is the most expensive guitar in this household? $1,200. It is, right. I paid for it. That's right. You bought it for, it was either my birthday or our anniversary. Anniversary, Something like that. Your handsome, something like that. Right. It was for your handsome day, which I think Mm. is sometime in November. The guitar is a black lacquer top Ovation 12 string. And it's more money than I ever thought I'd ever pay for a guitar. The thing is, I'm not really willing to pay anywhere near that much money for a guitar. Some people are. I have a Les Paul, but I never paid anywhere near the prices that they want for a Les Paul today. You know, up in the $3,000 range. Yeah. I found online from this great website called gizmag.com an article called The 60 most valuable guitars ever sold at auction, which is great because that puts an actual amount of money on the guitar. So often somebody will say, well, this guitar is worth six million dollars. It's only because that's the price you're saying it's worth. Right. What has somebody paid for it. Take it to the pawn shop in Vegas and they'll tell you how much right, it's worth. Right? right. See what Rick will give you for it. And whatever you want, he's not going to give no. you the full price. No, he's going to try and you know knock your price down a little bit. So I can't give you all 60 guitars because I don't have time. And by the way, thank you to editor Noel McKeegan and also Gizmag founder Mike Hanlon because they gave me permission to use the information that's in this article. Once again, the 60 most valuable guitars ever sold at auction. I'm going to do the top 25. Okay. I'm going to try to get through all 25. Maybe I'll have to jump. But there's 60 of them, and I urge you to go to gizmag.com. I'm there already. And attempt to look through all of these. And I say attempt because it will take you a long time to read all the information that they have gathered on these guitars. Let's begin with number 25. Jimi Hendrix's Woodstock Strat. The number 25 guitar starts at $325,000. This is the white Strat that was played at Woodstock. This is the Star Spangled Banner. It was sold by Mitch Mitchell. That was one of the members of the Jimi Hendrix Experience. And it went for, again, three hundred and twenty-five grand. 
Then, apparently later on, it was sold for a reported $2 million in 2008 to the Experience Music Project. That's the Seattle Museum that we went to. Oh, yeah. Mm. The guitar now hangs in there. Well, why isn't it higher on the list? Well, because there's no real proof that $2 million was sold. The number they have that is solid as a rock is $325,000. Wow. So, it sits at twenty-five. Might it sit higher if they could really lock down that $2 million? Yeah. Yes, but right now it sits at number 25, and we're going to try to move higher and higher throughout the rest of the show. But again, there's 60 on their list. I urge you to go take a look at it. The 60 most valuable guitars ever sold at auction, and here is Hendrix on Rock School. <laughs> Coming out of Hendrix from Woodstock, we are talking about the 60 most expensive guitars ever sold at auction. However, we are only doing the top 25. Let's go to number 24. The, the website refers to the thing that makes a guitar so expensive yeah. as its provenance. Okay. All right. A lot of these guitars will be guitars you can get your hands on. A lot of them won't be. Right. It's just the concept of this person owned it. This person played it. Who owned it? Who played it? Exactly. Where was it played? Number 24, a 1954 Gibson Les Paul Custom Black Beauty. Now, are there other Black Beauties out there? Yeah. This one, however, sold for $343,750 in 2015. Why do we care so much about it? Well, it was owned by Les Paul himself. Oh, I'm looking at it. There you go. Yes. That gives you the nice. provenance. Oh, you found the article oh, there. Oh, I'm with you, dude. Yeah, they're on your iPad, you old device. Mm-hmm. Number 23, John Lennon's 1958 Hofner Senator guitar sold for $338,823 in 2009. Now, here's the thing. There's no pictures of him having held it. There's no record of him having had it, except... Uh, the guitar was supposedly given to Lennon by Mel Evans, one of the Beatles' more famous roadies. His widow, not Lennon's, but Mel Evans' widow, right. auctioned the guitar off at Sotheby's, and the way she connected it to Lennon was that there was a letter from George Harrison to her calling it one of the first guitars of John's going all the way back to Liverpool. You either look. You, you either, either buy it or you don't. Right. Okay. You either believe it or you don't. And somebody believed it to the tune of three hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. Number wow. number twenty-two. This one is worth so much because of rarity. First of all, all early Martin guitars are worth serious coin. Yes. Serious coin. At number twenty-two, a nineteen thirty Martin OM forty-five. Deluxe went out at $366,000 in 2014. Why do we care? Well, only 14 of the things were made and only 10 of them exist. Oh, my goodness. And so... And it looks like it's in fabulous shape. Well, probably the reason one of only 10 exists. Once somebody got a hold of it, mm -hmm. A, it's a Martin. Yeah. B, only 10 exists. So what do you say we hang on to this? And the one we're going to play... This is number 21, and by the way, there's a tie at 21, two at uh, 21, because it's the uh, pretty much so close the same amount of money. This at number 21, 
1949 Fender Broadcaster prototype. Okay, remember, Leo Fender was the inventor of the Telecaster. It was originally called the Broadcaster, but because of the name, Leo Fender was sued by Gretsch Guitars, who also made drums. And they had a drum kit called the Broadcaster, and they said, no, you can't call that guitar the Broadcaster. So they pulled the names off, and for a while there was no name. Those guitars were called the Nocaster, which then became... The Telecaster. Okay. Oh my so this was one of the very first prototypes of the Fender Telecaster, and somebody thought that was a great provenance and thus sold it to uh, a person at $375,000. So that's how much somebody thought that was worth. You know, I don't have anyone playing this one specifically, but I have a master of the Telecaster. It's Albert Collins. Coming out of Albert Collins here on Rock School, we're about to break the $400,000 mark as we talk about the 60 most valuable guitars ever sold at auction. We're only doing the top 25. Thanks to gizmag.com, editor Joel McKeegan, and also the founder Mike Hanlon for letting us use all of this information to put together a Rock School show. We're at number 21. Another Jimi Hendrix guitar. Well, technically not a Jimi Hendrix guitar. Jimi Hendrix's brother, Leon. Here goes the story. Oh, tell me this one. This is a 64 Stratocaster that sold for 384000 almost 386. Uh, this is the This is the story. Apparently, Leon, in 1968, said to Jimmy, I want to start a band. And Jimmy said, do you have a guitar? And Leon said, no. So Jimmy gave him this guitar. That's the provenance of the instrument. You know what I love is, about guitars? Is that enough? There is know. always a story. Sure, always. You no, have to have it. drums, there is no other instrument that has this as much many of a story? stories behind it. It's I a, love it. It's a portable instrument. Yeah. Anyone can pick. It's not like somebody can go, here, take my piano. It's a portable exactly. instrument. Yeah. Number 20 on the list, John Lennon and George Harrison and the 1966 custom Vox Kensington guitar. We break $400,000. As a matter of fact, $418,000. This amount of money was spent in 2013. This is a specially made instrument. It played on, as far as I can read here, uh, Hello, Goodbye, and it was played only in the video of Hello, Goodbye. And if I'm reading this correctly, Harrison only practiced I Am the Walrus on the guitar. But there is film of Hello, Goodbye, and it's in the hands of John Lennon. And if the Beatles touch something, it turns to gold. Yeah, you're so, right. So there you go. Somebody believed it was enough to spend four hundred grand for it. And the one we're going to play, again, a Beatles. George Harrison's Let It Be Rosewood Fender Telecaster. Most guitarists know this one. Guitar fretboards, where the little pieces of metal are, yeah. are normally made out of rosewood. So somebody decided for the heck of it to make the entire instrument out of rosewood. Okay, so what? Rosewood is an extremely heavy, extremely dense wood, which is why they make fretboards out of it. It's extremely resilient. The thing is, if you make the entire guitar out of it, it weighs about 9,000 pounds. Wow. So you have this heavy, heavy guitar hanging around your neck. Yeah. Okay, so what? What's the provenance of it? The fact that George Harrison owned it and yeah. he's been photographed with it? Yes, but do you remember the rooftop concert 
You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They played the song Get Back. This was it, huh? Harrison is playing the Rosewood Telecaster in that concert. And so somebody said, I'll give you $434,750 for it. Well, he's a little guy. There's no way he could play that through an entire concert, do you think? It's got to be a heavy guitar. It's like building a guitar out of ebony. It's got to be a heavy, heavy guitar. So get back, Loretta. Beatles on Rock School. Okay, first break here on uh, Rock School. Let's do three quick ones, which will get us through 16 because we're going to play more songs as we get through the higher-up numbers. Okay. Number 18 on the list, Eric Clapton's Gold Leaf Fender Stratocaster, $455,000. Bite me off a piece of that one. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it was ordered by Eric Clapton in 1966, and it is exactly, or pardon me, 1996, uh, around the 50th anniversary of Fender. It's exactly what you think it is. It is a Stratocaster in 23 karat gold just real gold yeah. not just painted but real gold this one you're getting your money's worth i i guess i it's probably just gold leaf and i oh, think oh but can you imagine what that looked like on stage i can do the same thing if you want i can take a guitar and put gold leaf on it it's just glue and gold leaf can it's, you stick it in eric clapton's hand no i can't which is why it won't be worth four hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars Number 17, George Harrison's 1963 Matson Master Sound MS500, $485,000. We're pushing a half a million here. The, the thing about this guitar is he, Harrison, never owned it. He always played these Gretsch country gentleman guitars, and yeah. his favorite was off being repaired right at the beginning of Beatlemania. So what he did, and you, you think to yourself, they had to have money coming out of their ears. Well, apparently not at the beginning. So what he did is he borrowed this guitar from Barrett's music store in Manchester, England, held it through the beginning of Beatlemania until the oh, Gretsch was goodness. fixed. Right. So there's multiple pictures of him playing it. However... He was just waiting until... It the, was on loan, huh? Right, till the country gentleman was fixed. And there you have it. Somebody got a hold of it and went, wow, I'll give you almost half a million dollars for it. Gosh, golly. And then 16, Jimi Hendrix's 1966 Red Fender Mustang. Why do we care? Well, he played it on the 1966 album Axis Bold as Love. Why do I get the feeling that... This person who paid all the money for this, almost a half a million dollars, thought, if I hold this guitar in my hand, I will possess the power of Hendrix. I hope they felt that. No, you won't. It's a guitar, man. I know they won't, but come on. You can feel it all day, but you're not going to possess the power. Ah, Don't mess their buzz up, would you? I guess so. If you have a half a million dollars, you got a buzz and a half. we got to take a break. Back in a minute here on Rock School. I have a question for you. Shoot. Is it all just Clapton and <laughs> the Beatles? The Beatles, yeah. Doesn't it seem like it's all that? It's I'm beginning to feel that either way. Either one and the other. As we get higher in the numbers, some other names come up. As a matter of fact, here in Two Guitars, we'll play one from another person. Okay. But first, how about another Clapton? This is the one that a lot of people believe is the most expensive guitar, but it's not. Clapton's Brownie. 
guitar. Now, there's also Blackie. Yeah. But this is Brownie. This okay. is the Brownie Fender Stratocaster, $497,500. This is the guitar that played Layla. Now, when you see the DVD, Clapton is playing Blackie. However, the notes were played by Brownie. So it was recorded on Brownie? It was recorded on Brownie. Okay. Derek and the Dominoes was recorded on Brownie, but when you often see him playing it in it's the on Blackie. Right, in the earlier DVD and the earlier film, he's playing it on Blackie. However, the notes were recorded on Brownie. Well, that's, that's the one I want, Mr. That's right. That's not confusing at all. No. So there you go. So Brownie comes in at number 15. Now the one we're going to play. Roy Rogers 1930 Martin, again Martin guitars. OM45 Deluxe, and we break half a million dollars thanks to Roy Rogers. $554,500. It sold in 2009 at Christie's. This is actor Roy Rogers' I guess partner across a hundred films and a thousand recording sessions from 1933 all the way through his death in 1998. He wore it out. He did. And you're supposed to wear out instruments. Yeah, you don't stick them on a wall and look at them. If you wear the finish completely off, I mean, look at Willie Nelson's trigger. I have nothing but respect for that guitar. Yep, I agree. That guitar shows every mile that his bio bus has (laughs) driven and every note he's plucked. Every story is in that guitar, right? Right. That they should not remain pristine. You should wear them out. And he did. And that's what happened. And, and it's worth every penny of this thing. Not that I could afford it, but it's worth every penny. Don't buy an instrument and put it on the wall. Play it. If you're going to pay a half a million dollars, play it. He's going to pay $10. Right. Play it. Here's Roy Rogers on Rock School. Okay, bottom of the hour here on Rock School. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. All right, let's do one more before we do seven days and 70 seconds. At number 13, coming in at $560,000, Jimi Hendrix's Burned 1965 Fender Stratocaster from the Finsbury Astoria. Now, you're thinking to yourself, uh, that's got to be owned by the family of Frank Zappa, remember? Right, right, right. Because Dweezil Zappa plays it on stage. Yes. Wrong, wrong, wrong. He burned more than one? He did. He burned two of them. Oh, dear. This is the first one that he burnt, and it was gathered up by, let me get the guy's name here, Tony Garland, a press officer for Hendrix, cleared up the remains of the guitar, stored it in his parents' garage, and there it sat for nearly 40 years until 2007 when Garland's nephew unearthed it, and it sold for over a half a million dollars. What a fine. Why can't that be in my garage? garage why can't i have an uncle like that that's right all right let's do seven days in 70 seconds these are the rock and roll dates may 9th all the way through may 15th something that happened on these dates back back when i believe you have monday tammy go may 9th 2005 country singer kenny chesney married renee zellweger and everybody squinted may 10th 1969 the turtles give a special performance at the white house as guests of trisha nixon now there are some stories whether they're true or not, but they circulated around stating that the group allegedly snorted cocaine on Abraham Lincoln's desk. Wrong. I don't think so either. May 11th, 1972, John Lennon appeared on the U.S. television Dick Cavett show claiming he was under surveillance from the FBI. No claim.
claim that one was true. Was it? Oh, yeah. May 12, 1963, Bob Dylan walked out of rehearsals on The Ed Sullivan Show after being told he could not perform Talking John Birch Paranoid Blues. May 13, 2008, the Postal Service issued a 42-cent postage stamp in honor of Frank Sinatra. May 14, 1998, George Michael was fined 500 pounds after being convicted of a lewd act in a Los Angeles lavatory. Interesting, he was given a 500 pound thing there. I, I grabbed that from a uh, from a European website. Is it, yeah. You know, is it a yeah. thousand dollars or I, 500 pounds? No idea. I I, I'm not changing money over here. May 15th, 1967, Paul McCartney met an American photographer by the name of Linda Eastman for the Aww. first time during a Georgie Fame concert at the Bag of Nails nightclub in London, England. They would marry later on March 12th, 1969. And we go back to the 60 most expensive guitars ever sold at auction. Thank you to gizmag.com for allowing me to use the content from their website. Number 12, Lennon and Harrison, 1964, Gibson SG. Why do we care about it? It was the one that was played on Paperback Writer. How much money? $567,500. And the one we're going to play, number 11, a 1958 Gibson Explorer. Why do we care? Well, it's not that it was in the hands of a famous person. It's the fact that it was so rare. When the, when the Explorer came out, it was part of Gibson's three guitars, which also had the Flying V in it. The thing is, the Flying V people kind of dug. The Gibson Explorer, nobody cared about. I actually have a show set up about those three guitars. Nobody cared about these guitars when they came out in 1958. Only 50 were made, and they just didn't sell. Wow. So they either went back to the company or just sat around. And In the 1970s, they came out again when the, the shapes were kind of more, hey, we kind of dig that. Right. But in 58, nobody cared. So those that were still around have some provenance to them, and this one specifically... Somebody wanted and paid six hundred and eleven thousand dollars in two thousand and six for it. What does the the Gibson Explorer looks like? Think of a square, grab two ends of it, and pull really hard. Yeah. It looks like the guitar I just built. It does. Right. And when you watch Leonard Skinner play, one of them's always playing a Gibson Explorer. Yes, they are. Skinner on Rock School. Coming out of Skinner, let's get two more before the break. Number 10, Paul McCartney, his first guitar, a Rex acoustic. So said the auction. This was the first instrument McCartney had ever held. He bought it from a schoolmate, Ian James, but I don't think it was McCartney that auctioned it. I think it was somebody else that auctioned it. I hope it. so. Yeah. I can't imagine that he would sell his first guitar. Can Why not? You? I did. I sold it to what? Brad. You I did? sold it to Brad. That's that the one down on the wall is not my first guitar. That I sold You're it to kidding. Brad. No, I'm not. 
Technically, that's not even my first first guitar. The first one I ever had was the one my mom played, that old Stella Box yeah, acoustic. Yeah, where's that at? Uh, who knows? I have no idea. Maybe still at my my mom's house. Oh my goodness! It's it, yeah, you know. I have I no respect for you. Is that just that's it. That's the reason you have no respect. That's the reason. There's so much better a reason. And number nine, this one went for six hundred and twenty-three thousand uh, five hundred dollars. Most guitarists know this story: the Stevie Ray Vaughan Lenny Stratocaster. Lenny is not a guy. Lenny is his wife, Lenora. The story goes that Stevie Ray Vaughan saw this wonderful Stratocaster in a pawn shop in Austin, Texas, but didn't have the 350 bucks. Lenora went around to bandmates and friends and gathered up the 350 and bought it. That's what women do, baby. That's what women do. He then stayed up all night and composed the instrumental Lenny for her and the guitar is then named Lenny. Oh. That's the story behind that's awesome. it. And again, you want to talk about being angry? Lenny has been sold. First guitar nothing. Ooh. There you go. Stevie Ray Vaughan here on Rock School. <laughs> Coming into the second break. All right, let me get a few out of the way because we're running out of time and I have to cook along. Gotcha. Number eight, Lennon and Harrison's 1962 Rickenbacker 425. Why do we care? This is the guitar, which by the way sold for $657,000. This is the guitar that if you watch the early live concerts, the Shea Stadiums and all of that, this is where you'll see them playing the guitar on Twist and Shout, I'll Get You, She Loves You, and it's the guitar that was used to record I Want to Hold Your Hand. You can understand why somebody would want that. Oh, absolutely. Number seven, Jerry Garcia's Doug Irwin Wolf. Now, if you're a guitarist and you're at all a fan of the Grateful Dead, you know that Jerry Garcia had guitars specially made for him, and not just the Jerry Garcia Stratocaster. I mean from the ground up wood. Go cut the tree down, make the guitar no. for me. Oh, yeah, by Doug Irwin. And this one, which is known as Wolf, and there's another one up the road a little bit called Tiger. They're, they're very iconic instruments specifically to Jerry Garcia. This one went for 789500 And I'm surprised this one isn't on top of Wolf. Because this is the first one, yeah, which gives it more prominence. I assumed this one would be higher. Moving along, number six, Eric Clapton's 1939 Martin 00042. It went for $791,500. Okay, why do we care? Well, it's a Martin. It was played by Eric Clapton. Yes, but it was specifically played on Eric Clapton's unplugged performance, which means it's the guitar that played Layla. Oh, yeah. Again. So that as well. And one more before we get out of this break. Number five, Eric Clapton's 1964 Gibson ES-335, the red one, the one that everyone went, oh, I now have to own a Gibson ES-335. This is the guitar that was played when he was with the Yardbirds, Cream, Blind Faith, John Mayle and the Blues Breakers, name it. He used it to record Badge and other tracks on the Goodbye album with Cream. 
I mean, this was for a short while, as iconic as the Stratocaster is with Clapton today. Yeah. This was the iconic guitar for Clapton during his time throughout, you know, the 60s and very, very early 70s. So Very nice. And that's the one people want. Did I tell you how much it was for? How much is it? $847,500. Oh, there's my retirement right there, boys. Pocket change. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, remember I talked earlier about Jerry Garcia's uh, guitar, Wolf? Yes. And I thought it would be number one. Yes, you did. I just revisited the notes from the uh, from the article. Yeah. I, I now kind of understand why Tiger is higher than Wolf. This is number four. Jerry Garcia's Doug Irwin guitar, Tiger. It sold for $957,500. It is, again, by Master Luthier Doug Irwin and very iconic to Jerry Garcia. Okay, why is it on top of Wolf, Wolf being the very first one made? If you look at the, I guess, uh, chronology up to his death. Yeah. This is the very last guitar, very last instrument that Garcia played before his death. There you go. That would probably give more provenance yes. to the instrument. Grateful Dead here on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. I got three left. Let me grab my paper one more time here. Thanks again to editor Noel McKeegan and also the inventor, founder of Gizmag, Mike Hanlon, for allowing me to use the article, The 60 Most Valuable Guitars Ever Sold at Auction, again from Gizmag. Do yourself a favor if you're at all interested in guitars. Uh, go look up the article because, again, I only gave the top 25. There are 60 of them, and the names become a little more varied as you get below the 25, but it would be more interesting uh, to hear, as in my opinion, the top ones because I have the top three here for you, and I'll roll through them. What a fantastic site. It, it, it is really well put okay, together. Okay, now listen. Before you go, go ahead. get yourself a cold drink. Get yeah. yourself a quiet spot. Number one's pretty heavy, isn't yes. it? Yes, it, it is. is unbelievable. Sit down because there's many, many things you're going to look up on this site. This is a fantastic website. Number three, Eric Clapton's Blackie Stratocaster Hybrid, $959,500. This is, again, the, the Clapton guitar that for the longest time people were, you know, this is the most expensive guitar. And for a very short time, it held the record. It was sold in 2004 at Christie's. He was using it to raise money for the Crossroads Rehabilitation Center. What's interesting about it is the thing's a hybrid. It's a mongrel. It's built together of several vintage Stratocasters. This isn't something that just came off of the line. It's, you know, it's a Frankenstrat. So good he, for it. You listen, know? he wore the paint off of this thing. As you should, like I I've said. I know, but that's that's the one you buy. You don't buy the one that looks good. You buy the one that that's look you know looks like it's worn. It's been played. Yeah. yeah. Number two, 
$965,000, Bob Dylan's Newport Folk Festival Stratocaster. This is the one that was played July 25, 1965 on a three-song set by the 24-year-old Dylan when he said, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> I am going electric. Wow. That's the, the actual instrument that was played. And the number one most expensive guitar ever auctioned off $2,700,000. No. Well, the guitar means nothing. As you can see, it's just a white Stratocaster. It means nothing. What gives it the provenance is that it was signed by the who's who of six-string wizards. Uh, just a quick list. Now, this isn't everybody, but... Eric Clapton, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian May, Jimmy Page, David Gilmore, Jeff Beck, Pete Townsend, Mark Knopfler, Ray Davies, um, Liam Gallagher, Ronnie Wood, and it goes on and on and on. Tony Iommi, Angus and Malcolm Young, Paul McCartney, Sting, Richie Blackmore, Def Leppard, Brian Adams, blah, 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 blah. Why? The guitar was sold at auction, coordinated by Canadian singer-songwriter Brian Adams in Dohar, Kotar, on November 16, 2005, to raise funds for the tsunami charity Reach Out to Asia. It was a moneymaker to help the people who were harmed in the tsunami. Wow. That's the reason for the guitar. That is spectacular. There you go. And there, that's it. And again, please head back to the, uh, to the uh, um, I can't come up with it, article, 60 most valuable guitars ever sold at auction. You really will enjoy it. We'll finish with a Brian Adams one, and that wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That'll do it. You're never going to get that kind of money from me out of a guitar. 1200 is the most I've ever spent. Well, you've ever spent. You didn't spent. spend anything, dude. Not me. Right. That's going to do it. Class is dismissed. I got my first real six string. Boy, that's a fire.